Hello, hello, beautiful people. Happy weekend. Happy March 20th. Bobby the Awesome here. Welcome to 321 No Kidding. It is a nice, bright Saturday morning here in upstate New York. Just got done doing meditation with with a group of women it, it, that was led by uh, my friend Sarah. She does it for us every Saturday morning, just about. And uh, it's just a place of giving that she shares with us. She's a yoga teacher and meditator, and she's, she's just a beautiful, beautiful soul. And I always enjoy going. Hopefully she doesn't listen to this episode because I will admit I couldn't make it through the whole thing. I was antsy this morning. However, what I did sit and do, I think I did pretty okay. <laughs> Got a lot of downloads, still working on that whole being present stuff. It's a it's a work in progress for sure. So on our inspirational calendar today, William S. Burroughs says for March 20th, your mind will answer most questions if you learn to relax and wait for the answer. And that is why I chose to uh, share with you about meditation was because a lot of things showed up for me, including one, there's a a yoga meditation place, just, just a state over for me called Kapala. And that showed up for me. I hadn't thought about that in ages. And that popped into my head. So... I wonder if that might be the answer to finishing this reset or this shift in thinking that I'm going through right now. I've had a lot of information from a lot of different sources. And part of our conversation this morning was how sometimes the mixed messages can get us, you know, kind of, I don't know, for me, I'm getting a little messed up, right? There's the, there's the, the spiritual side of things and then there's the I don't know business isn't the right the right word for it but it showed up for me in this business context because at the conference for example and this is what I shared this morning you know they say that there's no there should be no emotion in business other than celebration and what they're trying to say is don't take it personally But in this world of meditators and some of the other coaches I have, we talk about feeling the feelings. So my brain and my heart are a little conflicted and I I just got to sort through this and I know it'll come in its due time. I'm not going to get impatient about it because impatience does not work for me. All right, here we go. Jenny L., Starts us off with a quote in our Body, Mind, Spirit book today. I thought it was a mistake, but I was afraid to trust my feelings. For a long time, we couldn't trust ourselves in any way. We were good at lying to ourselves and others. We became experts in denial, refusing to consider any opinion but our own. Our choices were based on addiction, not on logic. We were driven by compulsion, not reason. As our addiction progressed, our thinking grew so distorted that we could no longer count on our sanity. How could we trust ourselves when we couldn't even control our addiction? Then, as we begin to recover from addiction, that same mistrust become one of our, became one of our strongest allies. We hesitated before acting. We questioned ourselves closely to be sure we were doing the right things for the right reasons. 
Now that we've made progress in recovery, our judgment has improved. We can pay attention to what happened, how we felt, and what the results were. Soon we'll notice that our reaction to dangerous situations is very clear. Our gut hunches are accurate. We are trusting ourselves, perhaps for the first time. Today, help me pay attention to my feelings and respect my own judgment. Help me listen to myself. As usual, I did not read this before getting into it. And I think that's what I was trying to say with my example is trying to trust my judgment based on the information I'm gathering and it's (laughs) causing a little confusion, which is why I need to relax. But it is interesting. I don't know. I don't know that the truth in this reason in this reading is as much about not trusting our opinion and our gut as much as not having any sense that we should be paying attention one way or another. At least that's how I perceive it. I don't remember trying to be mindful or thinking about whether or not I trust myself or my judgment. I think I just had bad judgment and I think I wasn't mindful of it. And I think that... The bad judgment is just the trance of the addiction. The first thing that pops in my head is all the trips to the ATM machine, you know, thinking about going back and and sneaking, especially if I was with someone, forget about it. It was, I would find the darkest corner to go find an ATM machine and like make sure that whoever I was with was settled. That was not good judgment. (laughs) That was not a gut hunch. It was about not getting caught. And it says here, we're good at lying to ourselves and others. We became experts in denial, refusing to consider any opinion but our own. Have you, have you felt that way? I think we talked about denial recently because we talked about it at group that it, our denial is sometimes on a subconscious level and we're not even acknowledging it. We're not acknowledging we're in denial for so many years I don't know if anybody else has experienced this, but I would go to the casino. Well, that was my mother, uh, my friend Jen, my friend Donna, like so many people. And I can't remember the who's exactly or the when's, but so many people had said to me, have you ever thought about calling that number? You know, the the 1-800 number? And... I used to refer to myself as a gambleholic. That was, I don't even know if I've ever told you that term. But gambleholic was kind of what I I knew on some level, but it wasn't <clears throat> it wasn't anything. See, this is what I don't know, right? Cuz I'm not <laughs> I'm not a psychiatrist, but I don't know was that denial on the conscious level cuz I knew deep down that I was a gambleholic or was it that I accepted that I was a gambleholic but I didn't want to choose to change because I didn't know that there was life after this. I didn't understand all the good that comes from quitting and from living in a life of recovery. Now that we've made progress in recovery, our judgment has improved. We can pay attention to what happened, how we felt and what the results were. And that's how my brain works is I'm paying attention to a lot of things that happen 
all the time. My counselor tells me all the time. She's like, you're watching everybody. And it's not just what the message is on the surface. I'm, I'm watching how people interact. I'm watching what they do, how they lead, what they say, what they're not saying. And I didn't realize I did this until she points it, pointed it out to me. And I try to pay attention to what I'm feeling and whether or not it's serving me or not. And and that's only part one because honestly, there's so many times that I may know what I'm feeling and then I get into this, well, I shouldn't feel that way. It doesn't make sense. It's not logical, which is another whole whole process. And I think that's the process when I talk about being kind to ourselves and giving ourselves grace. We can feel the feelings. Hopefully we don't get trapped in them. And hopefully we know enough from our recovery journey to not get stuck in those ways. That's part of the learning, at least in my opinion. We'll notice that our reaction to dangerous situations is very clear. Our gut hunches are accurate. So here's something I have to think about for the next year, (laughs) potentially. The conference that I just went to, they're talking about holding it in Vegas next year. So I'm going to have to, now I'm a believer that I will never gamble again unless it's by choice. And I know we're not supposed to say that. Uh, well, if there, you know, if there's a rule book to recovery and that's what we get programmed, but I'm going to have to trust my gut on that a little. I think when the time comes to make a decision, because do I put myself in that environment and take the risk? Because it's not like just about where you stay and the, and the casino where you stay. It's literally, if you're in the state of Nevada, there's slot machines on and every gas station and supermarket and just everywhere you go. So I'm going to have to trust my gut on that and sort through that. I think, I think I want to go, you know, because it's a learning experience, but I'm going to have to sort through that. That's just one, that's just one example. And it's so far away that I don't have to answer that today or in this moment, which is very good. Anyway, I, I totally digressed. The moral of the story is that by quitting gambling, by working on our recovery, we are then positioning ourselves to be able to trust our feelings and our own judgment. And I encourage all of us to take an opportunity to do that and see what see what happens. See if we can take notice of how we feel now versus then maybe or just trusting ourselves to make the right decisions and do the next right thing now that we're in this recovery place. So that's my thoughts on the reading today. I will be back with you guys tomorrow. We're going to do some celebrating. I'm pretty excited. So I hope that everyone has a fantastic weekend and I will talk to you then. Thanks beautiful people.